1: You can also find their frozen pies in grocery stores around the country. The spirit of Roberta's, like Heritage Radio Network, is everywhere. Here's to many more years of pizza-powered radio. Learn more about Roberta's at robertaspizza.com.
2: You're listening to Fields, the podcast. I'm Wythe Marshall.
3: And I'm Melissa Metrick.
2: On Fields, we're bringing you the stories of people who are working in the world of urban agriculture. For money, for fun, for art, for justice, to feed the hungry, to green the city, or to uncover its history.
3: In each episode of Fields, we'll delve into one kind of food that's grown in cities, one technology used to grow, or one project that teaches us something about our relationship to farming in urban environments.
2: Moreover, we'll investigate all the whys behind getting up in the morning and working as a farmer in the city today.
3: You don't need to be a farmer to enjoy this podcast, or even a foodie.
2: We're going to tell fascinating stories and break down the realities and possible futures of urban farming to their elements. Hey there, Fields fans. Are you excited to listen to more of your favorite podcast about urban agriculture? Well, we are too. Uh, And thanks for listening. So, Melissa, um, season three, it's about to drop. It's about to happen. What are a couple episodes you're excited about? Just a little preview, a little sneak tidbit.
3: Um, I'm really excited that we interviewed an algae farmer that's growing algae. That sounds so weird because it's like, what What do you, why would you grow algae, freshwater algae? So somebody who actually grows spirulina, uh, Jonas Gunther, who um, is actually a student that um, I know from NYU. So really excited that um, him and his colleagues have started a spirulina farm in Brooklyn. So we kind of talk about that.
2: Yeah, no, no longer a student even. No I. longer a student.
3: No longer a student. Full-time business owner. And then also I'm really excited that um, we got um, Ben Flanner on our show. And uh, we discussed with him the new farm project that Brooklyn Grange has on top of the Javits Center, which actually has a food forest, which is so exciting. So it's a so cool. rooftop farm with a food forest. Um, so that's um, – I'm really looking forward to um, sharing that. Um, Wife, what are you excited about?
2: Oh, so many. Um, Just jumps to mind. You know, we just spoke with Heirloom Food Group, who are chefs and farmers uh, in the Baltimore region, and they're opening like a big urban, peri-urban farm uh, just outside of Baltimore. And they do all kinds of different food-related activities, including a lot of education and thinking about land stewardship um, and going back to essentially, you know, um, the heritage of enslaved persons who then, you know, cultivate all kinds of different crops. And some of those crops are making a comeback. Um, so that's a really interesting discussion that that brings us back to season two and a lot of questions about like how cities came to um, be viewed as not having farms, you know, and especially in, in certain areas and how that that's like a, a trend that in various ways various groups are kind of um, reversing. Um, so that definitely got me thinking. Another one, you know, it's it's interesting. We talked with a couple of folks from different offices at the USDA. Um, who we have not spoken to in the past um, and aren't necessarily offices I knew about. And I feel like, oh, I know a little about some of the USDA, but USDA is gigantic. So it's just kind of interesting to learn like, oh, okay, there's all these different agencies that now are, or have for a long time, have been interested in Urban Act, but now more of them are getting more support um, and they're doing work um, not only in, here in New York City, but but including here in New York City. So um, that was just kind of interesting to learn a little more about like kind of top to bottom. You know, there's we talked to a lot of people doing their own businessy thing Uh, But also like, okay, yeah, what does the federal government think should happen given, you know, climate disruption and whatnot um, with urban farms and gardens? So, yeah, a lot lot of big topics.
3: Yeah. and, And also with that episode, we talk about funding. So how urban farms can be funded more by the USDA, which I know a lot of people might be interested in. and and like how to get a water hookup at your farm via the USDA, which, you know, can be a big deal. (laughs)
2: So we do have a few like practical Easter eggs buried in, you know, a sort of avalanche of us being extremely excited, you know, rapturous conversations about the far future and the deep past um, and culture and lots of exciting general interest things. If you are actually a grower also, we got you. There's there's some some good tips. I think Ben also had some interesting thoughts on like urban meadows and designing just really interesting mixed ecosystems that are not just productive, um, but really taking that kind of permaculture vibe into. Um, you know, really a, they've done an amazing job. You know, commercial setting rooftops in New York, baby. So yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot there, and that is just a sneak peek at just four of the episodes um, that we'll be dropping shortly.